Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. New customers download the PointsBet app today and sign up in any of PointsBet's live states with code PAGE to get five-second chance bets up to $500. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager and bet credits. Again, that's promo code PAGE and enjoy more live betting markets than ever before. Points bet, your move. Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Welcome back to another episode of the Playing Around podcast. Sam and I are recording live from Augusta, Georgia. We are here for the Masters, which is really exciting. And not only that, I am hosting my own party. Tea. Yeah, I get it. I get it. (laughs) We'll be here all week, Um, which I'm really excited about. It's first time doing something like this. And we have Jimmy Allen, who we are going to have on the show um, very soon. We're going to talk about it. And he's on tour right now. And if he's excited to perform, which I think he... I think he is. I think he is. I think he is. Yeah. yeah, we were going back and forth, and he said that he's into golf, but he doesn't play much. So maybe he can give me some lessons and singing, and I can give him. <laughs> if you can't see the face I'm making right now, it's a big yikes. There is one thing about me, and it's that I cannot sing. Let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that way. But we're excited to have him on. We're excited for this week, but we're even more excited for this episode because we don't actually get to do this in person that often, even though we spend every single waking second together. (laughs) Anytime Monday comes rolling around, we never get to actually record it in person. So, you know, how how are you feeling about uh, about this? I feel pretty great. Um, I feel like it's great that I can, like, look at you and we don't have to worry about talking over each other like we do when we record, which is nice. Um, I'm super excited for Wednesday. I think it's going to be really fun. I think the whole week is going to be great. Um, weather looks like shite. Yeah, absolute garbage. Yeah. I'm worried about the weekend. It. I was looking and it was 90% chance of rain. And that's not great. Not great. Well, not great for the people playing, but also not great for us who, you know, we're going and it's going to be cold and wet and not that much fun. Yeah, like not great for Tiger's back, really not great for my hair. I mean, I would say like, that your hair is a higher priority. I couldn't agree more. So, you know. Well, and then like you're eating the sandwiches and the sandwiches get a little bit wet and soggy. From oh, the, no. You know, 
I'd just, rather starve, I think. I do have a question for you, though. If you woke up in the morning, had to play a tournament, and you look outside, what is the worst weather for you that you could see? Rain doesn't bother me that much. I would say really windy. I'm the exact same way. I feel like most people would say rain. I did not enjoy playing in the rain, yeah. but after a while, it's kind of the same thing over and over again. If it was a really, really windy day, I absolutely despised that. You just knew that by the end of the round, you were just going to be mentally and physically exhausted. I feel like with the rain, for me, it was always a really good distraction. Like I didn't, I didn't think about much of anything else because I was worried about staying dry and keeping my clubs dry and keeping my glove dry. But with wind, it's like, it's just annoying and there's nothing you could do about it. And so I feel like it gets in your head a little bit more, in my opinion. Well, and again, like I said, you're just mentally fatigued by the end of the round because you're having to like go through your numbers and you're throwing up the grass and it, it's just ex every single shot you have to think of. And in the rain, like you were saying, it's like, okay, I just need to keep my, my gloves dry, my towel dry, my scorecard dry. And if I do that... It's going to not be that enjoyable, but it will be okay. Playing the wind's never fun. Yeah. Great question, though. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. 11 out of 10 for a question we didn't have on the rundown. Yeah, we are just starting this episode off. We are. With a bang. We are. And I think we should just keep it going with Jimmy Allen coming up next. Now we are so excited to welcome in Jimmy Allen to the Playing Around podcast. You've heard him on country radio for the past few years after he launched his career with two consecutive number one hits. Best Shot and Make Me Want To, on top of being nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys, and he's on tour right now, and his new album, Tulip Drive, is hitting the charts. Paige is hosting the party of the week, maybe the party of the year, in Augusta with Jimmy this week on Wednesday, April 5th, the night before the first round of the tournament. We wanted to get a few minutes with Jimmy to chat about the party. Jimmy, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. It's good to be here. So are you excited about the event that's coming up soon? Can you wait? Are you excited? <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. You know, my friends know I'm not a fan of golf because I'm not good at it, but I love being around the golf atmosphere, if that makes sense. <laughs> that totally makes sense. And you're on tour now, right? How, how's that going so far? Tour's been good. You know, just, uh, you know, every city's different. You know, every, every, every group of uh, music lovers in the audience is different. So it's always cool kind of going out there and, seeing what kind of mood they're in and what kind of song they want to hear that day. And we're, so we're, you know, doing that, go out there, sing some songs, tell some jokes, take take my shirt off, throw it in the audience. That's always fun, watching people fight over that. That's always a, that's always a good time. Um, but it's fun, you know, doing that, doing some bowling in between. So, you know, life is good. <laughs> well, I love that. I've been listening to all of your music to get hyped up for the party. What is your favorite song to perform live? Ah, uh, man. I would say it's a tie between the new, this new version of Best Shot we got. We kind of turned it into like a dance track type thing. Uh, song called Home Sweet Hometown. And uh, yeah, that's, those are kind of two of my faves. So you don't follow golf much. Is this your first trip to Augusta? Yes. Honestly, I never even heard of Augusta before. <laughs> but you've heard of the Masters. Yeah, last week. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't, I'm like, I'm a complete novice. Now, I know a few golfers, you know, and I and a few professional golfers. Well, I found out they're professional golfers afterwards have given me like some of their clubs. Uh, and I didn't I didn't know it was a, a thing. <laughs> Only golfer I knew was Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. <laughs> so are there any golfers that you're rooting for this week to win? Yes, the winner. 
<laughs> I mean, put your money on that, right, Sam? Let's pick the winner that. to win. <laughs> I love that. I'm betting on a winner, whoever that might be. And you're coming from Nashville, right? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you like traveling in the tour bus? I do love it. You know, I um, I'm I'm never really home. That's why when you like you come from Nashville, I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, oh, we're like always on the go. Well, thank you so much for your time. And we are so excited to party up with you really soon in Augusta. And for everyone who's listening right now, come check it out. I think there's still some tickets available if you are in the area. And we are going to be having the best time ever. Thank you, Jimmy, so much for all of your time. And I I, I can't wait to uh, hear you perform. Thank you. It's going to be lit. Yeah, y'all make sure you come out. Yeah, me, Lewis Bryce, Paige will be there. DJ Silver, uh, it's going to be a party. Don't forget, I need those golf buses one day, too. Yeah, make that happen. Yeah, we, we were joking earlier that um, I can't sing to save my life, so maybe you can give me some tips to sound slightly better, and I will give you some golf lessons. Got a deal. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. See you soon, Jimmy. And speaking of Masters Week, Masters Week, you know, the festivities of Masters started like a week ago with Anwar, Dretch at Putt. Did you watch any of that? You know, I didn't just because I have been unbelievably busy and I normally do. I, I love watching the Augusta Women's Amateur. Amateur? And also the drive trip and putt. I think the day that I finally do decide to like pop one out, I am putting them right into golf so they can do the drive trip and putt. I just think it's convenient how, I think it's so convenient how right after I was no longer a drive trip and putt kid, then they qualify for Augusta. Right after we graduated college, they start the ANWA. I just think that's ha-ha funny. Yeah, I, I mean, for you, for sure, because you actually would have qualified, it meant nothing to me. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have made it any, I don't think any which way. Maybe drive trip and putt. I think I definitely could have done the drive trip and putt. Um, Augusta Women's Amateur, I wasn't, I wasn't good enough to qualify for that. We were talking about it last night before you got here, and I think... I don't know if there's an age limit, but I think I could technically still try to qualify for the ANWA. I was thinking about that. So originally when they announced that, that was the reason why I wanted to get my amateur status back because it's just the top women's amateurs. They just so happen to be all college players. But if you're an amateur golfer, you can, you can qualify. There's no age restriction on who gets to play. But the problem is I don't know that I would be able to play in enough tournaments that give you amateur ranking points to qualify yeah do you know what i mean like and jeremy goes just go win the women's am oh okay well i mean yeah if you you are going to try to qualify for augusta i think you right, should be but able like, to win the women's am sam like get it together listen i tried to play there once at the country club rhode island i missed the cut and i had a terrible time i qualified for the u.s girls multiple times i never qualified for the u.s am well, I never qualified for the U.S. girls. Oh! <laughs> so how about that? We're getting that. niche. We're getting yeah. niche. In the yeah, people golf. are like, what are they even talking about right now? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, we'll put it in the description to just skip to uh, this point in the podcast. But lots of hot topics. Um, I didn't put it in the rundown, so I'm going to throw you a curveball. Okay. Thoughts on if there's going to be any live drama this week? Definitely. I mean, there's live drama every single day in golf. There's always something new popping up. I think that it's interesting that Phil Mickelson declined to do a presser. I feel like that was actually a really great opportunity for him to 
be Phil and answer questions that, you know, people have been dying to know. And he's usually not one to run away from any type of confrontation. And so I'm really surprised that he didn't do a presser. Yeah. I think, you know, there's already a bunch of talk on Twitter about the logos they're wearing and Brooks saying, you know, if one of the live guys win, they're all going to be on the, the 18th green on Sunday. Well, let's, I mean, what do we think the odds are that half of them make the cut? It's really interesting to see what type of playing shape they're in. So Brooks Kepka won last week, the live event in Orlando. And he said this is one of the more important wins in his career. Obviously, he's coming back from a ton of injuries and just the scrutiny of going over to live. But he does feel like he's in a really good place with his game. And we all know that Brooks is a type of player that thrives in the majors. I'm interested to see how he does. DJ, who has won here before, and he won in dramatic fashion. I mean, he just torched the golf course. He also plays well here. And then Cam Smith is always someone you need to look out for. Amazing putter. But from a betting perspective, their odds are good value, but people are are not expecting them to challenge anyone on the PGA Tour at all at the Masters because, again, what kind of playing shape are they in? It's interesting because I think there's different facets to what makes you a good golfer, right? Like, yes, you're playing shape and how well you can hit the ball, sure. But there's also the value of like, clearly these guys put a lot of value in spending time with their family and having off time. Is that making them a better golfer? Maybe it is, right? And we don't, we haven't been able to see everyone together to really see that. We always say that golf is 99% mental. And you're right, saying that these guys are in a much better place mentally, um, physically, they're able to heal and have an off season. I know people say that, you know, golf isn't really a sport, but it does actually put a lot of stress on your body and all the torque that they have to deal with through their swing. So yeah, I mean, we'll see how it is, because this is the first time in a long time that we're seeing them all come together. And uh, I mean, you know, and, and, and Bryson, you know, par 67 for him. So he's he's always in the mix when it comes to Augusta. He is. And I think, I don't know if you saw any of this morning of the live from coverage, but you know, on live from a golf channel, they show the range pretty much like all morning. All the guys were like hugging and, you know, ha- giving each other handshakes. And so that was good to see. I mean, I couldn't imagine a tea gate situation on the range of Augusta National somebody throwing a tea at somebody else like well, you know it's it's hard for the live players of course i mean cam smith said it bad he was like i i made my bed and i'm lying in it and i'm okay is that the phrase i i'm lying in the bed that i made i made my bed and i'm lying in something it. like that something like that there's a bed he made it or not made it he's lying in it but he's happy with his decision and i think with all the other tournaments the entire live group or a big group of the live guys were not at each one so they felt very isolated and that must have been really difficult for them and although they made this decision still you're one going into this environment where no one wants you around and no one's giving you the time of day it's interesting i wonder how the fans sorry the patrons (laughs) the the patrons (laughs) patrons will react i don't think anybody's gonna like be an asshole because it's augusta and they'll just get kicked out but i i'd be curious to see um you know, walking around with one of the live players, if anything is said. One thing I have noticed on social media 
is that you're seeing big golf publications pushing out live players for the first time in a really long time. All I've been seeing on Golf Digest is DJ and the, mm-hmm. the content that they have done in the past with him. You know, we all know that DJ loves the sandwiches more than anything. And they did a, an old video of him making the sandwiches. You haven't seen a lot of promotion, a positive promotion for the Apart live players. From how they're playing. Exactly. Whatever, yeah. and, until this week. So it, it, that has also been something that I've, I've noticed. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, I think there's several guys on live who have a serious like chance to win. And I think that that's the best place that live. If, if I was going to say live could be in a good place, I would say this, this is probably the best week yet. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I would love to be a fly on the wall at the Champions Dinner. Freddie Couples, who has been really outspoken against the live players, um, basically just calling Phil an idiot. (laughs) Not holding back. And he said if any of the guys want to come up to him and have a conversation at the Champions Dinner, that he is willing to have one. But he's going to be looking out for that and he's not sure that they're going to want to approach him because he hasn't really said anything that he would take back but that would be an interesting an interesting dinner that would be interesting what would you serve what would your championship menu be oh my gosh i would probably go all over the place like an appetizer of like sushi and then a regular meal of like steak and mashed potatoes but like really nice steak and then a pazuki for dinner, or for dessert, obviously. Oh, and spicy margs. And spicy margs. <laughs> Everyone wakes up the next morning and they are just completely hammered still. Yeah. 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 
100%. With salt all around. All the way around. What is up with this bullshit of restaurants half, putting it? salt. And they put it like all the way down the glass. It's atrocious. I always say spicy margarita, salt, and I go like this all the way around. You do be doing that. I do be doing that. <laughs> Talking okay. of other pressers, obviously we had Tiger Woods who had, this was interesting, the longest press conference time everyone else was in 30 minute intervals and it was only 30 minutes so he was they must wrong? have broken for lunch okay that makes sense yes that was my i watched it and it right at 11 30 it was over folks that is what we call fake news that is what we call fake news <laughs> we're not naming names but we're not naming names but that really threw me off if you know you know if you know you know so he was talking about obviously how he's doing and does he feel like he can win and in not tiger fashion he was actually really honest i feel not for the first time but he said i don't know how many more i have of these in me and normally it's like i feel great i'm here to win and he was not really following the same tune that he's normally singing it was interesting i mean he said he said something about not having a cart right now and having a cart in a few years and not here, but just in general on the champions tour. And I think it's, he sung Charlie's praises, which was really cool about how all the stuff he used to do, you know, getting up early practicing, he used to do by himself. Now he does it with the sun. So he was talking a lot about how, you know, the, the game means something different to him now, which I think is really cool. Um, One note (laughs) that I saw was somebody asked if Tiger thought he was a threat to his peers, like JT or Rory or like his friends on tour. And Tiger said something like, well, I don't know if they see me as a threat, but they didn't see me as a threat in 2019. And that worked out pretty well. (laughs) Mic drop. Mic drop for sure. That is my favorite master's moment of all time. Yeah, It might just be because I was present for it. And it's just something that I will look back on so fondly and realize that that was one of the greatest accomplishments in sports history. And we were able to witness it. And that is just so cool. But I was thinking about, you know, my favorite master's moments and most of them are filled with tiger. And that one is number one for me. I bawled like a little baby. A little baby. A little baby. Like, like a hard tea. Little. Little. Like tears were streaming down my face during that win. I love that for you. Did you cry? No, I took a shot. You know, both are on brands. So <laughs> salt all the way around. All the way around. <laughs> um, he did say today his thoughts on the rollback, which I thought was interesting because we haven't heard or seen Tiger since all of that happened, yeah. you know, a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, he said, quote, I've been of the position that if you play in a pro event, you should be playing a pro ball. We're not able to create enough property out there, meaning like lengthening golf courses. This should have happened a long time ago. I agree with that. It should have happened a long time ago. Right now, this time of place, we talked about this before. It just doesn't feel right with the progression that we're seeing in golf and you know really it boomed in COVID I still think there's a lot of movement surrounding golf let's just ride this wave a little bit longer because I feel like this definitely although it makes sense and if you get down to the nitty-gritty of it it does you should you need to preserve the golf courses at some level but people aren't going to take the time to be able to research this entire topic and it just is stupid I've been looking at public polls 80% and up are not wanting to change the golf ball. They just don't get it. Yeah. And I think 
you know, Tiger said, like, let the amateurs play, you know, hit it long and, and bomb it all over the course. That's fine. But pros are different. And I think I was thinking about it earlier and I was thinking about how, you know, over overseas, they made the ball bigger. Obviously, yeah. this was a long time ago. But I'm thinking about how like they're you know, I looked it up and there wasn't a ton of pushback on that. I will say if anybody's going to bitch about it, it's going to be like this class of PGA tour guys and live guys, you know, like I feel like everyone has shit to say about everything. Do you think that tiger wants to change the golf ball to help preserve his record? Do you think it would be harder for certain guys to be able to not, I mean, no one's ever going to reach the numbers that I think, you know, he's reached. That's but- an interesting point. It's just convenient timing. (laughs) Hypothetical. I don't know if we can get (laughs) interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I would, I would like to think that he's not that smart. (laughs) I mean, he's smart, but like, you know what I mean? Conniving. Like it's, it's it's not done in a malicious way to, in a selfish way. It's to preserve golf, not his records. That's what I would like to think. Yeah. But it's an interesting thought. I have a question. Yeah. So I'm sitting there watching the press conference and I'm just like texting whatever, probably you with like a bunch of emojis. Do you think Tiger is an emoji guy? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. So I think he could be a sneaky emoji guy. So as one does, I put on Twitter. 63% of you also think he's an emoji guy. I feel like that, that like mid forties to mid fifties, they love themselves some emojis. I think he probably uses them like a mom or dad, like just eight of them in a row or like, like the thumbs up. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think he does. I think, I think Tiger Woods is an emoji user. I do. Cause I have something interesting. I want to say that is nothing to do with emojis. Great. Let's do it. We're going to go back to the golf ball for a second. <laughs> it was interesting to see the discussion around rolling the golf ball back and then have Rory go viral for driving a par four at the Dell match play. It's just all very convenient. And so it's just interesting because they, they say that they want to preserve golf, but having Rory hit it that far is something that is going viral and getting more people into the game because of how far he hits it and being praised and being praised and everyone freaking out over how far he hit the go- that golf ball. It's a little bit funny. <laughs> I think about all that stuff. And, 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 you know, Rory actually got a lot of hate for defending the rollback. You yeah. know, I, I feel like people have always been big Rory lovers, but especially on social media where, you know, I, I live my entire life, people were not for Rory. And it was almost like a, a 180 yeah. turn on him for being I love Rory, 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 Rory to being like Rory's mouthpiece for the PGA tour. He has no of his own opinions. And it was shocking how fast that happened to him. I don't know. About and then Rory. he drove a green and then everyone loved him again. I don't know about him. I haven't decided yet. So I will hold my tongue. You, you hold that tongue. So let's move on to favorites this week. Of course we have Scotty. I mean, Scotty Scheffler is one of those guys that you just have to, to pick because he's probably going to at least give it a run. <laughs> I want Meredith Scheffler to have another moment. Like, yes, I think Scotty's a great golfer, but I think Meredith Scheffler is incredible. She is so cute. Uh, listen, I've never she spoken is a word to cute her in as my a life, button. but I think she's so cute. They, they seem very genuine and like they just are living their life and he just happens to be really good at this one thing, but they're just 
so down to earth and so genuine. And I think people confuse that with Scotty for being boring, mm -hmm. but I don't think he's boring. No. I think once you do your research and you, you get to know kind of his quirks, he's a quirky guy. He really is. Um, but he's funny. Yeah. He's like sneaky funny. A note that Tiger made today, obviously a lot of the guys were talking about how hard it is to defend a title here. Only five, five people have done it. Yeah. Did I just pull that number out of nowhere? I agreed with it, so it must be right. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Um, not many people have defended their title. <laughs> I think I was thinking about Grand Slams. Anyway, um, Tiger noted that Scotty has Ted on the bag, which is Bubba's former caddy. And so, Bubba always played really well at the Masters. So I think, yes, it's very hard to defend a title. It's obviously really going to be really hard to do in Augusta. But I think right now, if anybody was going to do it, it would be him. I think he's in a really good spot, especially with how he's playing recently and the caddy switch and are there any other players that you're liking this week? Jordan Spieth perhaps, perhaps, but not, <laughs> um, perhaps it's such a great word. I feel like we don't use it enough. Perhaps we should, perhaps we should. <laughs> um, I am also sneakily liking Brooks. I can't decide if Brooks is going to go out there and play like he's never or miss the cut by like 400. I can't decide <laughs> which one it's going to be. I know. I'm like on the fence with Brooks too. He's either going to have a meltdown and like miss the cut and shoot 80-80 or shoot like 60-60. Like I can't decide which one it's going to be. I would like to think he would play well. For the sake of Jenna's outfits, I hope that he plays all four rounds. Those TikToks, I'm like, I need to see these outfits. In person. I love that for Jenna. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, I would say I don't know that I'm loving Rom at the moment with his withdrawal from the players. And then, I don't know, he seems like an easy pick, but I don't know how I'm feeling about it. There's some players that you feel like are always going to play well at Augusta. And for me, they just never get it done. And Rom is one of those players. Patrick Cantlay is another player that I think people should fade this week. I pick him almost every time. And this tournament. You know what the definition of insanity is? Yeah, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Yeah. Right. So I'm changing that. We're not picking Patrick Cantlay. And this year he's going to fucking win. <laughs> All right. So you heard it here first. Paige is not picking him. So, so pick Patrick pick Cantlay. Um, no, I know what you're going to say. Don't look at me like that. So I was just perusing around on Twitter. And what do I see? Okay, I thought I knew what she was going to say. I have no idea what she's about to say right now. Well, these little golf counts pretending to be, you know, betting experts. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I'm in on Jason Day. I'm the first one to go on Jason Day. I am, like, livid about this because I have been giving my Jason Day pick for probably since the last time you won. <laughs> it's been, like, a good, like, eight weeks. Yeah. And I keep picking him, and he has cashed in every single time. And he is trending. He has better stats than almost everyone in the field right now. It's shocking how good he's playing. And everyone is acting as if I wasn't the first one to say that. And it, it like, really boils my blood. She's mad mad. I'm mad mad because I have been on Jason Day. No one is giving me credit for Jason Day. And now all these, all these little you know, golf accounts, they're like, Jason Day's the pick. And they, they seem bright. They seem what? Bright. Love that. But they're stealing my picks. And they're stealing your content on top of that. Perhaps they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I think 
I don't know. I was going to say maybe they didn't see what you said, but they definitely saw it. They saw it. They've, they're seeing So it. anyway, you think Tracy Day's going to win? I think Tracy Day's going to win. But you know what? You know what's great about all of this? He misses the cut. <laughs> you weren't the one who said it. I did it. Was it me? <laughs> oh, my God. We want to know who you think is going to win, though. So go to Playing Around Podcast, Instagram, at Playing Around Podcast. Yeah. Send us, us a little, comment. Send us a little DM. Sign those DMs. DM. We'd love to see. Okay, last thing that I also did not put on the rundown. Actually, this is not the last thing, but last thing under that last bullet. Okay. Um, giveaway. I did, uh, I posted on the story the other day saying, um, you know, what's one thing if you could have it? Some really great answers that we didn't think about. Valuables pouches. Oh, yeah. Um, divot repair tools. Yes. Like stuff that isn't, isn't size related, like no t-shirts yeah, or whatever. that's hard. Most things were... Obviously, people are going to ask for a gnome. Well, I don't know about. I don't know if we're going to be able to uh, to secure a gnome for you guys, but we're going to do a giveaway. I don't like the gnomes. I don't understand why they have been such a big staple in Masters merch. Okay, Devil's Advocate, because you have one. Okay, I do have one. <laughs> but Devil's Advocate in general is that there's a lot of stupid shit that people collect that we think is dumb. That's true. Like across across a lot of different sports, across a lot of different hobbies. There's a lot of because we don't really collect anything. I collect koozies. Okay, cool. Like And there there's a big market for gnomes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like they're selling out by like seven o'clock every morning. That I don't understand that. They're a collectible item and you can go get one for however much it is, seventy five, hundred dollars, I have no clue. And then go sell it on eBay for five hundred. So I can't tell if the people are actually collecting them or if they just want to make a quick buck. No way. How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> a good five minutes. For a good five minutes. <laughs> I tried to like workshop in my head and that's the best I got. You know, not my best work, but we are going to do a giveaway with Masters Merch and we're a little bit undecided on how many winners we're going to do. We're thinking around three to five as of now. What you're going to have to do is probably subscribe, leave a message. We'll figure it out. But you will know that by following the Playing Around Instagram account. So follow there for any of the updates. And um, we'll be doing a huge Masters merch giveaway. So it's going to be sick. I'm really excited. I'm excited, too. I'm excited, too. Um, what we're not excited about is Monday night and the Yukon win. You know, they got so much farther than anyone yeah, they even expected. So I think it was one of those things where it's like, we're just proud that you got there. <laughs> we're just happy to be here. We're just, happy, we're just happy that SDSU got there. I never pick SDSU when it comes to March Madness because they tend to blow it first or second round. And that has actually now Purdue is, you know, proudly holding that torch. But they just kept kind of slowly sneaking along, sneaking along. And I, I didn't say anything because I am big in superstitions, massive in superstitions. When I was playing golf, I had to always use a quarter and I would mark a heads up. I would eat. That's like a lazy one though. Well, yeah. You could get original yeah. with your superstitions. If I played well that round, I would eat that same breakfast for the next three or four days. So if I had like eggs, two pieces of bacon and yogurt, I would have eggs, two pieces of bacon and yogurt for the next couple of days because I played well that first round. What if you round. played bad the second round? It doesn't matter. It's still, you still got to keep it going. 
But if you play by the first round, then you do not eat that breakfast again the next day. You got to change it completely up. I always had to have like three teas in my hair, no more than three, no less than three. Golf ball, I could never play a golf ball with a number one on it. I felt like that was just... I didn't play threes. I could never do one. There were certain outfits that were good luck and bad luck. If you truly thought that, then how would you wear the bad luck outfit? You just would... You'd wear it to practice in. It was never a tournament outfit. Mm -hmm. You had the tournament outfits. So if you saw me in junior golf, I wore the same four outfits almost every single tournament. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. We also didn't have much money. So, you know, I worked with what I had. But it was... That's funny. Yeah, start with... What kind of superstition did you have? I don't play threes. Because one time I looked down at the ball and it was a three. And I was... Like had a five footer for par, and I was like, "Oh fuck, don't three putt," because it says three. And then I three putted, and then I haven't played three since. My dad loved it though, because every box of balls I got, he got, he got three three of threes. <laughs> so um, that, and then I always had to have my bag and on the right side of my ball. Like I don't love it when my I hate, actually hate it. My I'm swinging my bags behind me. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I also had to have at least 12 golf balls in my bag at all times because I had this fear of running out of golf balls. No comment. Which is so stupid because I, I should have only carried like six. Because if you're yeah. going to run out of golf balls, you you don't – if you're losing 12 golf balls, you don't want to finish that round anyways. Yeah, I carried eight always. Always more than 12. It was like 12 to 15. That was my the perfect number of golf balls in my bag. It was really fucking heavy. <laughs> I didn't have like a lucky mark or anything. I would use a different one every round. I like had a bag that I just would like pick. I was talking about superstitions online and some of the responses that I got they were, were scary. Were made me feel much better about my superstitions because I felt like I had so many. And some were saying that they would have to wear the same if the same socks or like the same clothes for the entire season if their team is doing well. They just sit on a certain part of the couch. So many crazy things. You, There was one with water. Okay, so this is what I texted it to you. I'm like, we need to talk about this. This guy said that he doesn't clean his golf ball with water on a tee box where the hole has water because he said that the water from the golf ball will attract itself to the water on the hole. <laughs> you need help. Whoever that is needs serious help. If I was playing with one golf ball and it got like a little beat up, I would never switch golf balls. If I was playing, I had to continue that entire round with that one golf ball. That's like bad. No, because I had, I didn't lose it. So obviously I need to keep playing it. But it impacts the ball flights. <laughs> not, not worth it. No. Okay. Anyway, back to SDSU. So um, I digress. <laughs> Perhaps, Perhaps we should digress back into it. So I, because I'm so superstitious, clearly, I didn't want to mention it. Because I felt if I finally mentioned SDSU, then they would lose. And so I had to go and do this whole points bet shoot. And they're like, you need to talk about SDSU. And I was like, okay, great, but I'm not saying their name. So before the final four, I was like, I'm not saying their name. And so I, I just say the, the school that, you know, I attended um and played golf for is doing well because I, I was so scared to say it and so in that game against FAU people were 
messaging me, tweeting at me saying I jinxed them because they were down quite a bit and had this amazing epic comeback. There's nothing quite like college basketball when it comes down to a buzzer beater. I don't think there is anything better, especially being there and seeing it live. There's nothing more exhilarating, 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 exhilarating than that moment. You know what I think is awesome is how we don't (laughs) claim to be smart. I think that that's really empowering. I was talking to someone the other day and I did that. I just will say words and hope that it will come out to be one. And I had to do this really long, extensive interview and I was really nervous about it. And I was like, I don't know. I just, I think sometimes I just come off a little bit dumb and they were like, yeah, because you say words that don't exist. (laughs) I was like, got me there. You You got got me me there. But we never claimed to be smart. No, no. We did not. Anyways, proud to be an Aztec. It was really cool. I'm glad that they got as far as they did. I don't think anyone expected that. And hopefully they can carry that into next season and hopefully give it another really great run. Something that's also really cool is that when they do well, all the other sports teams at SDSU do benefit from it. And when I was playing on the golf team, we didn't even have enough money to have an assistant coach. Mm -hmm. And so we do always root for other teams to do well because that money is distributed. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. So we have words not existing and then we have inflection issues. Funny story about inflection. (laughs) When my mom discovered Pitbull. Oh my God. I fucking love Pitbull so much. When my mom discovered Pitbull, I would get in the car with her and I would play it. And the first time I ever did, she goes, is this Pitbull? And that's my favorite thing about inflection. You also just messed it up. Uh, You're crying. Tell tell Holiday in. Um, Remember in the beginning of this episode when I said I couldn't sing? No, Uh, I remember. It sounded pretty good. It sounded like something. Anyways, it's great when SCSU does well because it does help the other programs. Do you want to improve your game faster and hit your driver longer? The good news is ShotScope can help you achieve your goals. ShotScope has products for every golfer, such as GPS watches, laser rangefinders, and shot tracking devices designed to lower scores and improve your golf by over four shots on average. I use the Pro LX Plus rangefinder on the course to get my distances. What I love most about ShotScope is tracking my game and reviewing my stats. The great news is your personalized stats are completely free with no yearly subscription. If I can use it, anyone can. Jump over to ShotScope.com today and find the perfect product for you. And remember to use my code page at checkout. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. 
kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Speaking of women's sports, we were not speaking about women's sports, <laughs> but we can. In my mind. Okay, let's hear it. Speaking of women's sports, women's college basketball had their moment. Not even, a, I was going to say, had their little moment. It wasn't a little moment. They had almost you know, an average of 9.9 million people tuned in for the national championship game at a high of over 12 million people watch, which was so fucking cool. And I want more of that. Yeah. I want to see more of that. And I think with the help of social media, because I first started watching the tournament through TikTok clips and tweets and seeing the highlights and being invested in these players and their stories and um, the drama that was going on between each player, it was awesome it was really cool i remember that afternoon there was pg tour live and women's basketball because the game was early it was yeah. a weird time and i was like usually i would click the golf but i want to watch the basketball and i know nothing about women's basketball yeah. but like you said there's a lot of storylines that kind of populated themselves on social which is obviously a huge driver to viewership so i love that for them in the comments that were on the social post for women's basketball were positive. Yeah. Normally the comment section is disgusting and it's just brutal, but it was so positive. I mean, I think Caitlin Clark is everyone's hero right now, um, but she is just cool. And they're, and they're talking about things that, you know, matter because there was a little bit of a controversy with some shit talking and they're like, men do it all the time and they get praised for it. Why is it a problem when someone does it? Um, a woman does it. And so they're talking about these things and they're, they're being outspoken. And that's the thing. Once you're invested into it, and once you start to know the personalities or the little drama, they're such dynamic players and people, and you seem to get their eyes on them. And then from there, you're, you're glued in, you're stuck. You love it. There's a lot of really good storylines through those couple games. And I'd love to see that the viewership, like, you know, I, with the people that I follow on social are like, you know, very niche golf yeah. betting guys. And then you'll see them tweeting about the game. And it's like, oh, I'm proud of you. Like, yeah. 
good job. Yep. <laughs> but I, I, I think that because women's golf is still it's it's definitely grown and I, I mean people talk about Nelly Corder all the time now and it's starting to become more mainstream in just the golf industry altogether. I mean she she's included in these conversations and and the comment sections are always really positive around Nelly and some of the other players. Uh, but I hope they can use social media more as a tool because I think that again that is where people first started to get introduced to these personalities within women's college basketball. And then they were interested to tune in. So using TikTok and uh, Twitter and IG and even Facebook as a vehicle to push these storylines and to push these highlights and to push these players out there, I think will really then translate over into more viewers for um, network television. I've always said that I think the average golf fan would be surprised watching more women's golf with how much they can learn from it. Yeah, It's so much more realistic distance-wise. Uh, you watch it and you're like, okay, like I hit my six iron about that far. Or And I think if people would just give it a chance, they, it, would, uh, it would really take off. And then subsequently, I mean, make them more money, which doesn't hurt us to make them more money. So we, we agree with that. We love that. Let's move on to TNA. TNA. Should we bang on the table? Yeah. TNA. TNA. Downstairs are probably like, what are they doing? We are chanting TNA. It's fair. Favorite sandwich at Augusta? I am a sucker for the egg salad sandwich. It is by far the best sandwich there. And you, you people are always like, egg salad? Like, how many times are you really going to make an egg salad sandwich? It is always good there. I think it's the most, and I'm going to do it you, replicable. <laughs> replicable? Yeah. I think it's the one you could make you closely make enough home. by yourself. Yeah. Um, egg salad is the one thing my mom always has. Like if I show up to her house and I'm like, I'm hungry. She'd be like, I've heard well, eggs run egg salad. <laughs> and it's just like such a niche random thing. But it reminds me of home. Yeah. Not that I don't live two blocks from them, but whatever. Um, one thing that surprised... Actually, no, let's go back. I want justice for the chicken sandwich. The chicken sandwich is really good. The pimento cheese sandwich is disgusting. Okay, that's that's surely a take. It's not good. It's not good because it's warm. So you bite into it and there's no... Temperature. There's no crunch to it. There's no... there. It's just mushy and sometimes you'll get like these chunks of like cream cheese and, and the peppers the peppers not my favorite my dad i brought my dad here and he loved the pimento cheese sandwich so i mean people do love it yeah. i am not one of them so i have a take that i think if you don't like pimento cheese sandwiches then you just don't like pimento cheese i don't think it really has anything to do no with the sandwich the right. sandwich itself is it's just pimento cheese on bread exactly so maybe you just don't like pimento cheese i don't think i do all right um <laughs> one thing that surprises you or surprised you about augusta in person how hilly it is. Oh my God, yeah. And how open the front nine is. So when you are walking in, you just see the entire front nine basically laid out. So you can see one run up, then two come the other way around, then three is kind of around the corner. It's everything is right there. And so when you're standing, you just see all of these holes. And there's not that many trees in between them. Um, it's unbelievably hilly. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. There's not a blade of grass that's out of place. It's absolutely breathtaking. But the front nine is 
it's a shock to see it for the first time. I was definitely going to say the same thing about the hilly hilliness. Yeah. Down at Amen Corner, which I think is the lowest point, you like look back up to the clubhouse and it's like, I mean, it's so high up there. Yeah. When I was there in 2021, my watch said I climbed like 50 flights of stairs, yeah. <laughs> which I obviously didn't. But that just goes to show um, the hilliness that you just don't get a good point of view on. And, and how undulating the, the greens are. You can actually see the undulation from a bit away because obviously there's really no spot that you can get really nice and close to some of the greens. It, it, it is you can see it. It almost looks like mini golf with severe. <laughs> how severe it is and how they'll, they'll sometimes have their back to the hole because of how much break there is on those greens. And again, you don't realize how good the pros are until you're watching them putt. And you're like, I would putt that off the green. Yeah. Five times. Yeah. Definitely the undulation and the hilliness were most notable for me. There um, was this question on social media, like how, how close would you have to be to the green to win the masters? And odd take on the green. I think people would still four, five, six putt being on the green. If you put them in the wrong spot and you said, okay, you're going to have to three putt from here. I don't think a lot of people could do it. Yeah, I agree. Especially because the average amateur like doesn't play on fast greens. And these are like fast times a hundred. And especially if you have no caddy to help you read them, people would be putting off the green, making fives, sixes. Yeah. Um, we're tying this TNA question into our I said what I said segment. What is an I said what I said thing that you have about Augusta? Like a hot take about Augusta National and the Masters. Well, you I, already said the pimento cheese sandwich sucks. No, so. I have t- I have two. One is the conversation around Augusta, and then one is actually specifically to Augusta. Right, here. I don't like that they call them patrons. I'm sorry. I, it I just, don't think that's a hot take. I think that's a hot take. I think it's a hot take just to Augusta National, but to no one else. It just seems so snooty. It does. And I don't like that. Okay. I hear you. <laughs> I don't know what is about to come out of her mouth. You know, I've said this before. I will tell anyone this. I hate when the Monday, the week of the Masters, that Monday rolls, rolls around and they go, well, did you pick for $10 and it's the menu and it's every single year. We know the prices are cheap. Yeah. We know what you would pick for $10. Let me guess. A beer, a sandwich, chips, an ice cream sandwich. Let me guess. You got it right because I picked that the last 10 years of doing this. Like, it's the same thing. And it is so lazy. And it just drives me crazy. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's fair. I think it's a little bit of a tired moment that everyone capitalizes on every golf publication, every golf journalist, journalist in quotes, does it. It's like, at least pick a fun number. Like, what would you, what would you get for 750? You know, something like you have to be a little creative here, but it's like $10 and everything's a dollar. Essentially you can get whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, it drives me bananas. Yeah. I really, really hate it. Yeah. Every time I see it, I just like shake with rage inside. <laughs> okay. Note for Paige's therapist. Um, my, I said what I said, even though you didn't ask me. Hey, Sam. Hey. What's your said what I said? What you said? What? You said, well, it's a, I said what I said, but what, it, 
What do I say? Yeah, what do you say? I say (laughs) that I would rather go on a practice round than a tournament day. You guys know my take on watching golf live. I actually don't think that's a hot take either. I think it's a hot take for a lot of people. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like, I would rather go Wednesday than Sunday. Wednesday, you can bring your camera. It's a little bit more laid back. You have the par three contest. You guys see all the cute little babies and their little Okay, candy? my comment was not about that. I'd rather go Tuesday than Sunday. <laughs> you know my take had nothing to do with children. Okay, I know that you're not the biggest like baby lover, but you don't get a little warm and fuzzy when you see like a little two-year-old in their caddy whites. Not even a little bit? No. Okay. Because I know that that baby shits itself. <laughs> And it's going to grow up to be annoying. Okay. But I will say the one time I've ever gotten baby fever is annually at the drive, trip, and putt watching it. You would be a fire golf mom. Right? Okay, but I've always said, we're going on a lot of tangents today. I, we're just, I've what happens when we, we do it in person. <laughs> I've always said that I don't know why a parent would choose to be a golf mom or a golf dad. When you have to walk like five miles, six, seven miles to watch your kid play a sport. When you could play a sport like tennis and and sit on your ass. I would rather walk and watch than sit. Because you have so much nervous energy. I would rather sit. I would rather walk. But like seven miles every day? Yeah. No. My dad used to do pull-ups on trees. My dad would always walk ahead and my mom would stay behind. (laughs) And my dad would be in the middle of the fairway and you'd see him like up on a tree, like just do a pull-ups. I've said this before, but I could not hit a fairway to save my life. And so my mom would walk off up the right side. And my dad would walk up the left side because I had a two-way miss going on. And yeah, and my dad would never watch me putt because he was too nervous to watch me hit three footers, five footers. So was there a reason for that? No, because that was the one thing in my game that I was really good at. I would, but the problem is I would have to save par almost every single hole. So mm-hmm. it was very stressful. I was a very stressful kid to watch. In life. You're a very general. stressful friend to have I, sometimes. You know what? Too. I am. <laughs> Not in a bad way. This is always exciting. It is. You keep me on my toes. I have a story for you, and then we'll end it here. Oh, my God. Okay. So I'm still getting used to um, people knowing who I am. <laughs> okay. It's a weird thing. And so I just don't expect it. And so I will go to places just like not prepared for uh, interactions. Mm -hmm. And I show up at the airport today and it looks like the fucking PGA show, like guys in polos and quarter zips and like their polos with their blazers. And I'm like, of course we're going to Augusta. It's a bunch of guys going and I have like no makeup on. I'm wearing like sweats. And I'm just getting these like really weird eye looks. And so I'm like, okay, I, we got on the plane, kind of dodged a bullet. There was no issues. It's not that I don't want to meet people. I just don't want to have an unflattering picture out there because people are just so critical of what I look like because it's, everyone looks different, obviously online compared yeah. to in person. Um, and so I'm, I'm just really nervous about that. So I like get off the plane and I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm going to be okay. A sea of like men like in this airport and someone taps me on the shoulder and they're like, Hey, are you Paige? And I was like, yes. He's like, can I take a picture? And I was like, okay. And I was like, but let me take it. So I was like, I'm going to take their phone so I can get some good angles going on here. 
took a selfie. Then someone else was like, oh, can I get one? And I took another one. And then I took one more step and it was like two, three more. Then I kept walking like four, five, six. And I was at baggage claim and I look over and someone's taking a picture of me and we like lock eyes. And he was like, I'm sorry, can we take a picture? And I was like, yes, we take a picture. And then I'm like walking out. I was like, okay, that wasn't, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Um, and this guy goes, Hey, can you get a picture with my son? And he's six, seven, maybe. And, um, I like crouched down and his hand grabbed my ass. Like he, I know he did not. And I know he didn't mean to, but it was just there. And then I like, and then he wasn't ready with his camera. And so I stood up. So he like caressed it, like it, like caressed it upwards and we took the picture and I look back and the kid just has this like shitting grin on his face. <laughs> Damn, touchdown in Augusta, get groped, record a podcast. We're like, we're doing it all. Yeah, I, I was, it was, it was a lot. Yeah. So now um, if you see those pictures circulating my Reddit, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't you. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I hope that that kid has a great day. Me too. Me too. That's all. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Not us going like over an hour. I think we're sorry. We try to keep it short, but we just have some shit to say. Yeah, we just have to talk. I think it was a great episode. I think that was great too. What do you guys think? I don't know. Maybe leave five stars or how about write a nice review? We read the reviews. I read the reviews. Do you read the reviews? I do. Yeah. So I think that you guys should leave a nice review because, you know, we we put a lot of work and effort into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love you, mean it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Win money betting on golf this year. Betting on golf is fun, but picking winners isn't easy. BetSports Golf has the data, tools, and experts to turn your Sundays into paydays. Members get in-depth articles, research tools, and our team's picks each and every week. If you had bet $100 on every wager the BetSports Golf team had recommended last year, you'd be up nearly $10,000. For a limited time, you can head to BetSportsGolf.com to get a special price on a year-long subscription. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com don't miss it 2025 qx80 coming this summer you deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.